Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What up, you're listening to Almost Sacred. I'm Jake. I'm Blowjob. And this is a podcast about movies, about TV shows, about video games. A lot of times how Ryan says the first thing that's on his mind. And we take a second take of it because Jake laughs a little bit and yeah. this his pants. Yeah, and after I put on some new pants and some new panties, Ryan says the same thing again. So I'm left with no choice but to continue the show on again. It was going to be blowjob from day one. Yeah, always. It's always going to be some variation of that. It's going to be some dick-based, ball-based, maybe even some butt-based humor. Who knows? Um, anyways, this is... Lick. Um, anyways, See, beat you. we're equal opportunity offenders is what yes. we're saying. Yes, It's almost accurate. It's the last episode of 2021. I believe this will be up on New Year's Eve Eve. What episode is this? 144? 46. Damn, we're closing in 150. I think. We'll be closing. We keep up with this shit hard. We'll be closing in on another. I believe this is episode 146, which is what I named this. Although I have uploaded episodes multiple times and had to correct the title later. It's that kind of uh Be like, you, epi- you uploaded episode 123 three weeks in a row. Be like, <laughs> well, I went back and fixed it. So, Did you really? I think I did at oh, least God. it was one of the one twenties, I think, where I did at least two times, maybe three in a row, where I just kept typing the same thing on the episode file, but when I uploaded, I realized, oh no, this is a different episode. And then you let it go for another week, and then you did it again, you let it go for another week, exactly. and you're like we eventually like gotcha. officially we could have been up to one seventy by now, but I've at <laughs> Probably least could. mislabeled something multiple times. None of the listeners, though, have pointed it out so far. So at least we're on uh, we're on that equal footing. Or we have no listeners. Or that. Though but I maybe, think we have some. We have some. We wouldn't keep doing this if none of you were doing this. Yeah, so is Jacob Lewis still listening to us? Thank you, people in North Carolina, California, North Carolina, Austria, France, the United Kingdom, and parts of Australia. Oh, joy. Yeah. The folks of you in Victoria and in Queensland and New South Wales and Western Australia, which I think is the whole Western half of that country. <laughs> I would like we to really thank the ran- kangaroos in Australia for listening to us. <laughs> They've got, it's part of that Australian AirPods initiative where they gave air, a pair of AirPods to every kangaroo. And our listenership is really shot up in Australia. That's what I'm talking. Thank about. you for that. Thank you. Uh, also, they eat actual kangaroos in Australia. Do so. they really? Yes. No, they don't. Kangaroo steaks. No. Th- oh, this really? Re- That's a real thing. I am a pescatarian. Kangaroos, definitely a mammal. So yep. you're, can't eat it. You're out of that. Not my thing. We did have a great uh, a great lunch, though. You had some sushi. I had some hibachi, mm-hmm. some hibachi shrimp. Yep. And we brought the, we brought the crowd in with us, Ryan. So... 
we're recording this episode approximately six hours earlier than we'd normally do it on Eastern a Wednesday. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> does again, this is the period between Christmas and New Year's, so it literally does not matter what day the it is. The taint of the holidays, as I've seen Dead, dead Week, as I've heard it called. Dead Week. Is how I feel. Where I just, feel alive. I, I feel alive for the, the max. The first time in a very long time. Things are fine, but yeah. Uh, we went out, I cut myself. We went out to a... <laughs> yeah, hilarious, a, Jake, is With it? a Ginsu knife. Uh, we went out to a lunch, uh, and we brought we really brought the crowd in with us today, didn't we? We did. With the only people there. No, there was like com- some construction workers behind us. But I didn't like how that one guy was... You didn't see it. Behind you, she was like talking to us, and he was waving at her. And I was like, dude, wait your fucking turn, and don't wave at her like that. She'll be over there in a second, you dick. Yeah, there's only one uh, waiter for the entire restaurant. And given there's 10 tables in this restaurant, I got a Swiss Army knife still, now. I could cut him. You could give him this with me now. Cut him with that corkscrew. Yeah, I carry this with me now. I just got it the other day because you're. Concerned for your personal safety, or uh, yep. you, just you know like when you reach this level of fame, Jake, flashing. <laughs> it's hard. You're concerned with the, uh, the paparazzi are going to get you. The paparazzi, you're going to get papped outside a HPU. <laughs> Bitches better recognize. <laughs> um, also, I want to let you know that yesterday I retired another pair of pants for ripping the exact same way as the other ones did in the crotch because my dick's so big. <laughs> It needs its own area code. <laughs> so you split them in the exact same way? I split them in the same way. Are this, look at these. These are split in the same place. I think I'm, my fray. dick's just gaining weight or something. <laughs> my dick's got holiday weight. I have that same problem with my knees. You, I've Your all, knees get Every single pair weight. of pants I own, the knees are ripped out of. Almost like I was some... Yeah, cons- you're not, you changed pants. Since I did. I went here. into softer pants. They're much stretchier. Yeah. My knees, get a good vi- idea. my knees get very hot. That is Anyways, a weird problem to have. I would look that up on WebMD, but you'd find out that you're dying if you did. Burns right through my knee holes. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, I switched into stretchy pants when we got back because I'm like, this is the period between uh, Christmas and New Year's. And that was the only time I've worn jeans in the last like seven days or did so. Did you think I would notice? I could, probably could have just went in fucking sweats that I'd worn for five days in a row, but I didn't think you'd care. I don't care. We went. So if the right. smell happened, yeah, I probably wouldn't care. You got to take care of that, and then we got to wash those pants. Nah, I don't ever wash pants, cheese, dude. I washed pants Jeez. last week. We went to a we went to a, a party that had a bonfire. We went to a Christmas Eve Eve party that had a bonfire, and uh, I put some pants in the washing machine, which I don't think I'd washed those jeans in maybe over twelve months. Good God! I don't ever wash jeans ever. I do. Secret. That's how you keep them from That's fading. No don't ever put don't ever put them in the washing People machine. People can smell you, dude. No, you're can't. not keeping a secret. Fucking can't, <laughs> dude. Your panties will totally. Tell I wash my them. underwear. I don't wash my jeans, hardly ever. But when I do, I turn them inside out because I'm extremely anal retentive about the color. Where proper. they get washed? Exactly. <laughs> if these are going to get washed anywhere, it's going to definitely be where my dick and balls set. <laughs> sit where my dick and balls set in front of a campfire for multiple hours understandable yeah uh anyways yeah i do have a trick around that though so this is something it's i've a done. life hack no life hack multiple times i've done this i've been in the presence of the bonfire instead of washing my pants i will take like a couple dryer sheets and, and just rub it up yeah just rub them all over your pants now take take it take dryer sheets 
curl them up in your pants, put those pants in like a plastic bag, like a Walmart bag or something, just cinch it up for like 24 hours. Dude. It will purify everything. <laughs> it will purify it. It will. Do you put because it inside you, the article of clothing or on the outside? Just wrap it around. Yeah, just put like three or four of them in there and just cinch that bag up so no air gets in. It totally will leach the campfire smoke out of it. So if I don't you're, know, that's pretty strong. If you're like me and you also don't bathe after you've been in the presence of a campfire, just I mean, you get sleepy, dude. You can't control it. Take a bunch of dryer sheets and just wiggle yourself all around. It doesn't even matter. I wiggle myself anytime. Yeah, well, I, I do the same thing, uh, but it's been it's been a weird time period, Ryan. It's here in North Carolina. We're experiencing what I'd like to call global warming, <laughs> where it's uh, currently 70 degrees. For those of you uh, in other parts of the world, that's about 22 degrees the week after Christmas. And yes, this is supposed to be this is supposed to be winter time here. Uh, but it's literally not. winter started like a week ago. <laughs> winter started a week ago, but guess what? It's been like fucking spring right here. So I can only imagine. I can't only wait for what the rest of the year has in store for us. Uh, I'm assuming probably much colder than, than normal. Uh, you mean much warmer than normal? Could Who go knows? either way. We're supposed to get snow. Like flurries. Yeah, it's not going to stick or anything, but you know, you can watch it. And walk Do you remember in. the old wives' tale that was about thunder in the wintertime? Yeah, where it's no, that's what they were saying. That, seven days later. That's what they were saying that thunder happened recently and that's what's going to happen. Compared to Celsius here in America, uh, the temperature seems so much more extreme. We're like, um, we're in North Carolina where <laughs> the weather is bipolar as fuck. We're like 45 degrees Fahrenheit kind of chilly 45 degrees celsius that's like 130 degrees where would you rather live cold and colder cold and hot or hot and hotter i want it to be like the same temperature all year round what would i want it to be like 65 fahrenheit so like 17 degrees celsius all year round no perfect temperature i need it to be like 80 85 i want i want it fair i want to be able to wear short sleeve on the top Long pants on the bottom. I want to wear shorts all year round. I want to not wear pants all year round. Well, I mean, you could do that. You, you, you could. Just stay inside. It might be a little cold. You know, mm-hmm. I, I will. Okay. I don't care about the pants, but my feet do get cold. That is a uh, concern that I do have. So I will say, even though I'm barefoot today, typically my feet do get a lot colder in the wintertime, which is the conundrum I always am in. Right. I'm always like, do I wear socks? Do I wear slippers? Do I, I wear long wear socks? I've, I've vacillate between, between them. I'm like, do I wear slippers? Well, I wear slippers. My feet get hot and sweaty and then I take them off. And then 20 minutes later, they're cold. Do I put slippers back on, which are sweaty or do I put socks back on, which may keep my feet warmer for a while, but then it'll get a little cold after a while. It's my, you adjust. it's my cross to bear, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. That's what I have. That's what I have to deal with every winter time. You have to wear long so- socks. If you're wearing socks, long socks, <laughs> um, if I you're wearing want, vans, I just you want like a one. Murder me, dude. I still got the scars on the back of my ankles. I just want a onesie that goes from my feet all the way up to my head where I can just slip I one piece of clothing. Never. <laughs> I will never wear a onesie with one zipper right Again. in the whole crotchal region. Just in case you need to fuck in a butt flap <laughs> for the same reason you need a butt and- a fuck in a butt flap yeah <laughs> for the same reason so yeah once that's taken care of i think i could be comfortable for the entire year it's not felt like christmas it's been been a weird year 
Yes, I never watched Polar Express. I, we were supposed to watch that on Christmas Eve, but we never did. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. So your fiance, try to answer it. Olivia, showed yes. us a musical from that movie. Yes. None of the the people in the movie really had facial expressions. Because it's a movie from like 2006. Did it creep you out too? A little bit. It, it sort creeped of, me maybe out. Like, uh, it made me feel like I was watching a video game, but at the same time, I love video games, so maybe I can forgive it if it, if I, I was watching forgive it. Forgive it. Weirded me out. It's like when somebody in a porno makes eye contact with the camera and just stares at it, and you feel guilty, and you close your laptop. Yeah, lid. I'm like, no. Slowly, you no. Snap. There's no slowly about it. I close it hard. You snap it shut, and then I go back and look. I'm like, is it still there? It's still there. Make sure I activated in private browsing. <laughs> this is not incognito. <laughs> Ah, uh, those were the days. You remember the days when Dude, those you didn't understand days. when you didn't understand what that was, or uh, back when Google only stored your last twenty-five search results, so you had to Google a whole bunch of stuff like uh, Dale Earnhardt Daytona five hundred nineteen ninety-eight, Dale, Dale Earnhardt Daytona five hundred, Dale Earnhardt Junior two thousand one. You know, and then you're like, oh my god, I still got twenty-one search results to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get to the bottom of this barrel. <laughs> um, no, I don't. No, <laughs> I can't relate to that. I cannot remember to what gateway technology we were using. Uh, remember gateway used to have the cows as a logo. I do vaguely gateway remember that computers. until fucking um, Chick Fil A made it their thing. That is true. Chick Fil A was like, man, fuck y'all. Nah, we're we're the only cow company that's interested. Even though we mostly deal with chicken, we don't have any burgers. That's our whole thing. We don't have burgers. We don't have burgers. We only introduce chicken meat. We only murder chickens instead of cows. How you like cows those apples, mascots. Anyways, bitch. Here's some religious iconography on our fast food. Yeah. Okay. Clearly, <laughs> um, they are not. There's some religion that finds cows sacred. Hinduism. Hinduism. Clearly, they're not Hindus. Yeah, clearly they are not. But they I think, can done but I, wrong. But I, <laughs> I you say they're not Hindus. They're Hindons. They're hind done wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, I would say they're a, a certain difference sect of uh, re- religious uh, iconography that they ascribe to. Who's to say? Me, I'm raising my hand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you you boy you boy with the blink 182 t-shirt that's me <laughs> jake how was your christmas it was wonderful what was your favorite gift that you got uh my favorite gift money 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 talks and bullshit walks that's, that's what right. i like i can transfer that directly to my account and put that towards something very important like the wedding that we're paying for <laughs> yay which you can say in a couple of days that you'll be getting married this year I will be able to say that in literally two days time. Is it two days? Damn. Time's flying, dude. Scary to think about on December the 29th, which I guess is the day that we're recording this, but won't be the day that most of you are listening to this. It could be way in the future. Jake may even be married at this point and have five kids. And you'll be like, look at this fucking douchebag just talking about saving up for a wedding. He has no idea what's coming to him. Oh, yeah. He's about to get butt fucked. What if... What if... (laughs) Who's to say what's going to happen in the future? But yeah, where we get famous eight years after we stop recording this podcast. What if? What if we do become famous, Jake? 
What would be the first thing you buy with your money? A Lamborghini. Then I crash it like Dr. Stephen Strange. Hell yeah. And kill some lady. Yeah. I would uh, (laughs) hookers and blow. Yep. Classic. (laughs) Classic. I like to be classy. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Um, You're really doing your best Frank Sinatra impersonation. (laughs) Yeah. I'd be drinking on top of that and smoking a cigar. Or maybe a cigarette. I don't know what he smoked preferably. Um, crack cocaine mm, I don't know if he did crack but if he did I bet it was free based um, <laughs> my Christmas was great my favorite gift was some white Doc Martens that I got white Doc Martens mm-hmm. you don't see me out there being special I'm probably going to wear those to the show at the Ram Cap when is your show at the Ram Cap that's a good question when is that it's like a Thursday in January <laughs> it's not tomorrow is it no 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 it's a Thursday in January I think it's like the 20th or something like that oh, okay well I can't remember I actually took a screenshot because I could not remember um, my uh, drummer cut my hair today and he, I'm pretty sure he said the 20th hang on I'll tell you here in a like, like, second oh this haircut looks fresh also do you remember that we're playing at the Ramcat in Charlotte no it's in uh, Winston oh shit well we yeah it's probably, 120 we could probably make that then uh, we're playing with Bad Dog and the Unknown Nobodies I looked at everybody's um, do you Instagrams know and stuff I, I know uh, like one person so you know some you know someone from the Unknown Nobodies <laughs> no it was the other band <laughs> I just met him because we played a show together very nice fellow <laughs> Um, but I will say that we have more followers. So I was just like, why are we not on there? Or, you know, but I mean, you know, it wasn't our picture on the front. Certain algorithm. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? But we're, whatever. We're, we're, we're probably on. not in with the, the cool people yet. So we'll get there. Yeah. You've not had, they've not had, uh, interviews translated into German. That's right. Where you just read the whole thing. And you're like, God, this is fucking weird to think about. Like, yeah. As if well, I could just well, say we this. We Norway and stuff. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we haven't played Norway. Why wouldn't we get, when does your band even played in Norway? But I digress. But I digress. Yes. But the, uh, Sweden, they fucking love mayonnaise there. Hmm. They love putting mayonnaise on everything. Like aioli? No, like mayonnaise. Mm, I'm I more of a, an aioli guy. I had a I had a dish there called Toastkagen. Toastkagen is little uh, like popcorn shrimp and Ooh, I like shrimp. Fried toast. I like buttery. Toast. Buttery toast. Fried toast? Yeah, fried toast. Was that like just like you slather up some toast with butter and put it in a frying pan for like a couple minutes. Oh, okay. Then they put mayonnaise and dill all over everything, which is where the, the scoggin comes in. Because I think scoggin means sour. <laughs> no, you can give me the dill, which would be the sour. Dill, a lot of dill, too, by um, the way. No big deal. Yeah, no big deal. Uh, yeah, fucking. No, they fucking love mayonnaise in, in Europe. Why? I don't know. The, I that's like multi- aiolis. That's multiple countries. Denmark, they fucking love mayonnaise too. France, same thing. A mi- cool. Or um, uh, what is it? Miracle Whip? No, no, no. Don't ever say. That <laughs> I was name. like, that's the only one. Don't ever say right. Miracle Whip in Denmark. Why? What will they do? Not let me back they'll in. They'll put you across the. They'll put you across the channel to Sweden. That's what they'll do. I'll just tell them that I love Nicolas Cage, and they'll accept me for no. who I am. They're like, "Oh, it's okay." It's a real, yeah. It's a, it's it's yeah. They may they may not. Who's who's to say? Um, Jake, I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but I think that it's worth mentioning that we talked about Nicolas Cage, and I definitely bought a Nicolas Cage movie. 
You here bought it with your own money. Yes, Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> I definitely did that. I feel like we talked about that last week, but it's so pertinent that I feel like I should mention it again. I love where, you, Nicolas Cage. Where Nick Nicolas Cage is Ryan's favorite actor. Yeah, him and Jason Statham. I think those are the top guys. Those are your top two actors. Action actors. Action actors. Yep. Stand corrected. My favorite actor? I don't know. But probably Nicolas Cage. Probably, yes. Or, or Jason Statham. Probably Nicolas Cage. <laughs> what was the name of his uh, of his new movie that we watched the trailer for? It was called fucking Which, I'm Nicolas Cage and I'm the best and I got a huge Oh, dick. man. Yeah, I can't and wait Pe- for that and one. Pedro Pascal's here too and he, we're walking around a low wall. Yeah, but or we're going over the top of it. Yeah. Um, I love you, Nicolas Cage. Um, I forget the name of the movie, though. Yeah, we know you need some uh, some money or some free promotion, so we're just letting you also know. AlmostAccuratePod at gmail.com is our email address. We get your love agent. you, Nicholas. Nicholas Cage, your agent can get in contact with me, I guess. So that's our Nicholas Cage, you can get in touch with me, Jake Supposer. He doesn't love you like I do. <laughs> A poser. <laughs> Don't let him pose your love. Come give me the real love. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking imposter. <laughs> Bastard. Well, Ryan, we must, we must, we have digressed long enough. How long have we gotten in here? 20 minutes. Damn. Nary a little bit of comic book, movie, TV show, video game news has been discussed. But that must end because the Batman animated series is coming back via an audio drama featuring original cast members, Kevin Conroy, John Glover, and more. So at least two of them are back. Uh, Alan Burnett, who served as a writer and producer of the series, has written a quote, what he calls a great script, according to Conroy. So what do you feel about an audio drama coming back on some platform, which they did not specify? <laughs> as long as it doesn't tell me to drink more Ovaltine, then I may be OK. I'm down to Ovaltine nectar of uh, the devil, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you posted this, Ryan. There is going to be a lickable God. TV screen that will never allow mind. You to taste developed in Japan. So, what do you think about a prototype lickable TV screen which can mimic food flavors? All I can think to myself is COVID, 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 COVID. Uh, if it was made commercially, and again, this is the BBC speculating, it would cost eight hundred and seventy-five U.S. dollars. Dull yes, hairs, uh, which is not that much. I feel like you can get a big. 4K TV for $400, and this is twice as much, more than twice as much. But uh, as you said, the goal is to make uh, it possible for people to have the experience of something like eating at a restaurant on the other side of the world, even when you're staying at home. Mm-hmm. Reportedly, in talks with manufacturers about other possible t- applications of flavor spraying technology, such as adding flavors to toast. I want you to talk about what you saw. I saw a meme where it was this exact picture of this Japanese girl licking a phone screen. And then the next nine photos were just pictures of different celebrities asses. (laughs) (laughs) What does this taste like? What does that taste like? How would anybody really know? Basically, what I'm saying is anytime there's a technological innovation, porn is the thing that's waiting in line to capitalize upon that. Uh, what what does it taste like? What does that dick taste like? What does that vagina taste like? Salt. What do these feet taste like? Salt, mostly. Salt? Yeah, a little salty. 
I like s- pepper. I'm more of a pepper guy. A little salt, a little sour. You didn't ask me what it tastes like. You said a little <laughs> what sour. What you want it to taste like? I'm saying what it actually does. What does it taste like after it hasn't bathed in wonderful. a couple of days? Absolutely wonderful. Oh, God. What if you're watching like the fucking Patriot with Mel Gibson? You're like, well, that's that. What that 1776 dick tastes like? What's that American Revolution penis taste like? Mm. Well, it tastes like it hadn't been washed in river water in four to seven weeks. <laughs> mm, yummy, yum. I was hoping that was going to be the line. I was going to do it too. River water, mm-hmm. everyone's favorite. But you know what? There wasn't as much pollution back then, so. People were probably maybe, pissing and pooping in that water. Maybe, like I was my like, uncle Jesse. Yeah, yeah. Maybe better. Maybe not. Maybe it's the exact same. Maybe if or it's like Jesse. Alex Jones, where he's like the government's putting fluoride in the water that's turning all the frogs gay. Or maybe it's trying to brainwash all the people into being gay. That's really what they're up to. That's that's America right now. That's where we live, Jake. Anyways, I digress. I you will can't say, digress off that. That's a hill you cannot come down from, sir. We are saying this tongue in cheek. Tongue in cheek? What does Blood it taste like? In tongue. That's exactly what it tastes like. I don't know how true this would be, and I would be interested to taste it, but not after someone else tastes it. <clears throat> and like, how do they clean this off? How do you keep it from tasting like Windex? What what how is this affecting the taste buds? Where are these tastes coming from? Is it some kind of spray that comes on? Is this like a 4D kind of thing? Have Should- you ever have you been to like um have you ever been to Disney World or place where they do the 4D shows? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I well, taste thinking- is like a 50. I'm thinking about in Disney where they do the Bugs Life thing where it tastes like a bug farts in your face. Does it taste like it? Some or people does it get smell real, like that. It smells and tastes like that because smell and taste are very closely aligned. They are, but can you really taste it? I just I mean, want, you're licking this thing here. It isn't. Like, I'm assuming you're just on your hands and knees licking the TV screen. So why would you be on your hands when and the knees? A- I, because how are you else? wearing a leash? <laughs> <laughs> the al- when the aliens show up they're like all right this is probably the best time for us to have done this <laughs> yep these this- are our bitches now <laughs> we could not have picked a better time to invade planet earth everyone's just fucking russell crowe over here in the gladiator they're like this is what i'm all about I'm gonna kill tucker he's wearing a watch and he's wearing the little roman panties and I feel like you're trying to live out some kind of fantasy, my friend. Yes, when Jack Sparrow was like, you <laughs> want to see my flesh arrow. <laughs> um, Jake, um, before we get on further with the news, I just want to let we you get know, on further with the news. I just want to let you know, I actually like Hawkeye. I haven't seen the last episode. I've watched everything else. And I think that it's a, a really good show, and I think Haley Steinfeld is actually a really good actress. I will take your word for it. It's pretty good, dude. I have not watched it yet. I have to say, the first two episodes, I don't think either one of us were super positive on, but it's kind of well. Different. I hadn't even seen it, so I can't even. That is true. I talk on it. I watched it, and I was like, "This is what this is about." And you're like, "I'm gonna watch this anyway." <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I can get down, and it's around Christmas time, so it's festive for this time of year. It's true. That and Dexter both centered around. Oh Christmas. man, yeah, we're gonna watch the other. That will, maybe of that maybe that will be our other January thing we can talk about. Oh, that, well, there's up. only like. We'll season of that two more episodes left according to them um so allegedly yeah. of dexter new blood i hope next year we get dexter new new blood <laughs> not that new old blood not that new old blood i hope my man goes blood. back to miami 
Where he's got, I like how the icicles get a little bit more covered in blood every time they put the title sequence up. Oh, I didn't up. pay attention to that. Yeah. It I, started off, it was like just white and a little bit of red, but now it's like almost all the way down. Lot, <laughs> red. I like how any town that you go to, a serial killer will live there. So good luck sleeping tonight. Yeah, exactly. There's a serial killer You're waiting fucked. for you. You're absolutely <laughs> fucked no matter what you do. In the butt. And if you enjoy that, then you're fucked somewhere else. Yeah, where you don't enjoy that. Yeah, it's like not the supposed mouth to, or not the supposed ear. To feel good. Or maybe the, the ear. Oh, the ear. Maybe yeah, the dude. Ear. You know what they say? Once you go black, you go deaf. Once <laughs> you get fucked in the armpit, that's it. You fucking, you're a fucking bo fucker. At this point. anyways, uh, Michael Keaton will reprise his role as Bruce Wayne, aka the Batman. Uh for the upcoming Batgirl movie starring Leslie Grace. Okay. Keaton will also star in The Flash. And he'll join J.K. Simmons's Jim Gordon and Brendan Fraser's Firefly in the HBO Max film, which is upcoming. This is via Rotten Tomatoes. So what do you think about that? Michael Keaton being an old Bruce Wayne for the Batgirl movie. He's going to be an old Batgirl for the Bruce Wayne movie. Where he's like, I was also the vulture in Spider-Man. They're like, Shut the fuck up, Michael Keaton. This is causing too many timeline You're complications. Gonna be Morbius. You're um, going to be in the Morbius movie. What if that's the ultimate goal is to have these two worlds combined and we will Batman never, and Morbius or just like DC and Marvel. Well, that is the most diabolical thing I've ever heard of. Is it or is it the greatest thing you've ever I heard? I think it's the best crossover I've ever heard of. Batman becomes the vulture rolled into a certain Jared Leto's God, starring fuck role Jared vehicle, Leto. Michael Morbius, a.k.a. the Dracula Doctor. God, I hate I'm, Jared Leto. That's coming out in January, too, isn't it? We don't have to go watch that, do we? We could, if we could Maybe we could put that off for a little I while. I mean, we could just burn it to the ground. What if we did an... Okay. Workshopping an idea for an what if episode. we get high and go see it? What if we pretend that we've seen it and we just do an Wikipedia. entire review without having actually watched it? No, we have to be real. And I've only done that a couple of times, but you haven't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched that. And I just Maybe. talked for like five minutes and I'm like, I like that part. <laughs> <laughs> or have you noticed? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I feel like that would probably be our better episode because it just gives us more things to bitch about. People love right. people bitching. We don't love we don't like covering good movies that we enjoy watching. <laughs> Those don't rate as well for some fucking reason. Yeah, so, does anything really rate well with us? I don't know. Uh, usually, the ones where we watch bad movies for some insane reason because people like to hear us bitch exactly um i hate jared leto and my best friend uh, when i went to go see this movie with him he was like why do you hate jared leto so much and i told him about the coronavirus story and then i just told him that i really hate jared leto for other reasons too but i never expanded on that and i don't know how to expand on that i just don't like the guy he's 50 years old his body looks amazing and fuck him exactly i'm 30 years old and this is what I'm. This is what I'm dealing with every day. This is the peak of performance this, for my body. This is probably as good as it's going to get. It's all downhill from here. Or maybe that's easier. Downhill's easier, right? Is it? I think so. It is if you're exercising, but not if your life is on that trajectory. Mm-mm. Um. So 
back to the Michael Keaton thing. <laughs> so in Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man, um, spoiler alert, um, we have the old Spider-Man, uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Uh, we can't spoil that. It's too late. We've already spoiled it. And they're in this movie. Now I see Michael Keaton here and it's kind of like back in the day. I noticed this more, um, but like natural disaster movies, there's always like two movies come out at the same time. And like, you know, alien movies, there's always two that go out at the same time. It's like both parties know that the other one's coming out and they kind of help each other in the sense that one came out and then the other comes out. I sense that with this, I feel like, but that's more competitive because DC knew like, Oh, Marvel's going to release Spider-Man and have where they go back in time. And I feel as special as that is for Spider-Man, that's going to be the norm in the future. They're going to do that everywhere. I do feel again, potential spoilers for no way home, but uh, I I feel like they, they, with a a certain multiverse, they've been given a get out of GL free card for, merging different timelines and having different versions of characters from across the years just come back for whatever reason. And uh, what a great way to write yourself out of a corner you've put yourself in for the last 10 years where you have contracts expiring and you have other versions of a character that have been out there that people would be suddenly interested in seeing again. And you're like, well, you know what? Multiverses and uh, that's the kind of thing that's going on in comic books. So here we fucking go. This is what you want. This is what you get. I mean, it's a great, <laughs> and the comic books have already done this where they, after a couple, certain amount of years, they were like, you know what? Oh no, that's earth two. That's a different version of earth and a different alternate universe to where we can have all these different timelines and different versions of characters running congruently. And we can dip back and forth between these different versions of superheroes and stuff. It makes sense. It's honestly surprising that maybe not surprising, but when you have people signed up for 10 and 12 movie contracts and that kind of thing, it makes sense that you'd lock in a certain actor as a character for a while. But this really does feel like this is we're reaching a turning point where people and general audiences and again, not just people with podcasts, but people that are not as familiar with these movies are like, okay, yeah, that's a different version of this character. And once you get that embedded in popular culture, that there's different versions of these characters and stuff, I I feel like this free reign to just do kind of whatever. So we've had this convergence of all these different characters coming together in this cohesive version. And now I feel like we're reaching a turning point where all of a sudden we can go the opposite direction and be like, this is a Spider-Man, but he's in a different universe. This is a different version of Batman or the Joker or Batman versus Joker or a different Superman. And it's in a different universe. So we've kind of really, we've all come together and now we've been able to splinter back apart again and nothing necessarily has to tie into the other. <laughs> and it also makes it easier for other movies. I think of Shazam with uh, uh, Superman coming to sit with him at lunch or whatever. Yeah, they never showed him. And then I think uh, Henry Cavill's getting out of that. Or and is he? Is he? Or um, also Ben Hooflick? Ben who flick? Who flick? <laughs> J-Lo flick. Um, and I just feel like, um, you know, we may be in that section of the comic book movies where that's going to be like a regular thing. It could. It really does. It feels like Spider-Man could be 
a tipping point for that kind of thing where maybe they intended for that to happen or maybe they didn't, but it does feel like it's opening the door for other studios and Marvel in general to be like, you know what? We can recast people. We can bring back older versions of a character. The possibilities are endless. Uh, and that's what a multiverse in different dimensions can uh, introduce to you. So this is something that's already been like Spider-Verse. One of the very early episodes of this podcast that we covered uh, introduced. But I, I feel like this is something that's been a long time coming. And not only an interesting way, but also a contractually a beneficial way for different studios to get out of different things and to be able to explore different options in a way that general audiences will eventually accept. And it feels like Spider-Man No Way Home is kind of the, the tipping point of uh, of doing that. So mm-hmm. makes sense. But ugh, God, it's going to be so saturated. Uh, yes. And then we'll all be sick of this. And this podcast will g- gradually lose even more relevance until we talk about, I don't know, fucking. We could be different people. Yeah. We'll talk about the British Bake Off show every week instead. Oh, can we? Yeah, maybe. Wonderful. Go that direction. Spider-Man No Way Home has uh, crossed $1 billion at the box office, according Jump to comicbook.com, uh, which is not as much as you would think, but it's also put it in contention of being by far and away the biggest grossing uh, movie at the cinemas this year, which is not that uh, surprising, but it does, it does make it the first movie to earn $1 billion at the box office since Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Oh my God, what a bad movie. In December of 19, Greatest a few months ever. after, uh, a few months before, I should say, the COVID-19 pandemic struck. Also now, Sony Pictures' second highest grossing film of all time behind only Spider-Man Far From Home, which cleared $1.13 billion, although No Way Home is very much likely to catch up and cast its... Uh, ca- Pass its predecessor. So, um, speaking, the rich getting richer. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of Vox's Recode podcast, CEO Jason Killar discussed how the Batman will arrive on will arrive on HBO Max on April the nineteenth, twenty twenty two, which is only like we pointed out forty six days after it debuts exclusively in theaters. So, I can wait. Do you? <laughs> Do you think that 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 announcement will cannibalize sales? I, Would you rush out to see a movie when you know you can watch it in maybe four or five weeks for free? I can wait on a streaming service that you already have. <laughs> I can wait because I'm going to tie this into the trailer that we just saw. And I felt like they made it kind of kind of brooding and gloomy and sexualized. Nothing's wrong with that. It just didn't really seem like appealing to me. I was like, ah. I mean, I are the pinnacle of the peak of Batman, Batman is like the Nolan versions. And while the first one's my favorite, you know, you have to rep, uh, respect the Dark Knight Rises, which is the one with Heath Ledger. And I don't think this surmounts that. I think you mean the Dark Knight or it was the Dark Knight. My bad. Dark Knight Rises. No Heath Ledger. Nary a Heath Ledger in sight. It must be said. Um, but I will say. Oh, just turn on some lights. Um, I will say that this one will probably be, eh, it'll be okay. And most people will be like, yeah, it's pretty good. And uh, it'll afford itself a sequel. But 
the sequel is going to be some proving ground. If it does terrible, I don't think they go beyond that. I think that this probably will do better than a solo Ben Affleck Batman. Oh, yeah. But I think that he was thoroughly over all of that by the point that this would have got put in production anyways. Well, that whole universe is stupid. It's yeah, they've unnecessarily complicated that. And it will be I'm sure they at some point they will try to tie these multiple versions of Batman and Jokers together. But yeah, won't that be interesting? Can we please kill kill off Jared Leto? If he's gonna be in the first movie, kill him. Movie. First scene of that movie. Let Harley Quinn do it. That would be I think uh, that would be alright. I liked her solo movie a lot, actually. I thought it was pretty fucking good. And the Birds of Prey. Yes. Yeah, I thought that I thought was good, was too. pretty great. Uh, and lastly, in the news section, according to Torrent Freak, WandaVision was the most pirated TV show of 2021, beating out other massive mm-hmm. Disney Plus shows like Loki, which was number two. Oh, okay. That's Falcon one I thought would be Soldier, number one. Which is number four. And mm-hmm. Hawkeye, which is number five. What was number three? Don't know. Mm-hmm. Does not say, according to Torrent Freak, but I'm assuming Perfect. it was maybe an HBO Max show. Like Dexter? Could be. Or that's Cinemax or Showtime. That's Showtime. Showtime. HBO Max, what do you got? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. <laughs> okay, well, you can be that way too. According Penis. to. <laughs> <laughs> I love when we break for a break. We're trying to make we it break look, for a break. We break for a break and we try to make it look like we didn't do that. But then we get. We didn't like do that. it. We did do it. I just said penis at the same time he started that sentence. That that is a normal reaction for for the way that we usually. I mean, you sent me a, put a birthday card, penis, lol. I did, and it was hilarious. <laughs> According to Cinemark's website, Morbius will run for one hour and forty eight minutes, which is longer than Venom: Let There Be Carnage, which is one hour and thirty seven minutes. Which, to I say, one hour and forty eight minutes too long with Jared Leto. Considerably shorter than Spider Man: No Way Home's two hour and twenty eight minutes runtime. So. Consider that Jared Leto is still single. Yeah, consider that that movie looks like it's going to be worse, so it has no business being any longer than that. Oh, God, dude. Oh, we got to watch it so we burn it. With it at the stake. Or right, you want to go see it together? Or or with some silver. Or, or if podcast from steak. inside of the movie. Or we can do it with a mirror so we can make sure we're not vampires. We could do that, too. Not what I'm super looking forward to, if I'm going to be completely honest. We need honest. to go to a play. AMC lets you drink during the movies. <laughs> right. I'd love to buy an $8 beer. I'd love... We can, we can go get crack. You know they sell, have crack pipes over there. <laughs> God, yeah. We go a little bit of crack. Come on, everybody. I'd love to rack up a $300 bar tab and get four Heinekens at the AMC movie theater. That's what I'm talking Bella, about. you never get up here. When I'm sitting on this couch. Well, that's because she doesn't like you as much. Clearly oh, not. <laughs> give me a hug. She's like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Love. that's cool. I like this. Um, um, we should clarify that Bella is the dog, not, you know, are you taking a picture? I took several. Oh, nice. Cl- photographic evidence. That this happened. Oh, it happened. And I didn't even lift her up. <sighs> Um, but yeah, I just want to clarify that this is not your fiance. 
that we're talking about who's yes. allowed to sit on this, this couch. True. It's the dog. Also allowed to sit. Everybody's allowed <laughs> to sit on this couch, by the way. This was a love seat from my parents' house. It was at least 20 years old. You think your parents um, ever had sex this? on this couch? <laughs> no. You don't probably think so? not. But you know what? I'm a, I was a dumb kid, so the possibility is open. Anyways, it's made of leather. I hope that doesn't bother you too much. <laughs> Motherfucker. Well, the sacrifice has been made a long, long time ago. So for this cute baby here. Oh, with the for what for what it said, Bella does not like jumping on this leather couch for whatever reason. Until Rama is over here. That's that is exactly right. I'm like a fucking celebrity in this house. (laughs) You do get the red carpet treatment whenever we whenever you show up, you're like, oh here I'm gonna rape you. Hello, sir. Here's your uh, here's your free alcohol. Here's the uh, the salmon we have sizzling away in the. the I know, but I try to pay. It is true, but we never let him. No, but you take celebrities. What do you mean you never let me? Celebrities never pay in this house. I pay. Uh, Fans and reporters are speculating that uh, Walking Dead and Death Stranding and Boondock Saints, I will add. Yeah, why is that not here? Norman Reddit is vying to be ghostwriter in the MCU, partially because he has been liking dozens of fan tweets that suggest that he'd be a good fit. He also posted a picture of him with half face ghostwriter and half his face. Um, And people were insinuating that that could be the case. Why not? I don't see why not at this point. I mean, he looks like he's good for the part, though. I will say that. How old is Robert Downey Jr.? Uh, about the same age as Norman Reddus, right? Yeah, probably about the same. And I mean, Norman Reddus, he would have to be, you know, signed on for that long of time. Granted, you could probably do some CGI and he wouldn't necessarily have to be there, but his vocals would have to be there. And Maybe they could just use some footage from Boondock Saints. Be like, look at me. When I was <laughs> his hair is shorter. He said 2003. Yeah, he did have shorter hair. I think we all had shorter hair in 2003. I know I did. Uh, you know what? Good fit. Why not? I don't have any snark or anything else. to offer. Oh, okay. I thought that's what you're going to do. Yeah. No, um, I, something that is hilarious right now to me. Very, almost 25 years ago, on December 27th, in 1996, Marvel Comics filed for bankruptcy. Which is hilarious because they have really just set the world on fire. They are the biggest entertainment property in the world at this point. And they're owned by <laughs> Disney, so maybe it's Disney's laughing point. Still, um... It's Marvel. It's in associ- It's Marvel or in association with Marvel that shows up in literally every movie, every other movie that you see down at your local theater now. So it's part of. Uh, it is a been a crazy journey for them for them selling off literally everything but their filing cabinets and all of their popular characters. Part of the reason why Spider Man is still a Sony property. <laughs> part of the reason why the X Men are still roped in with 20th Century Fox. Uh, but it's been a it's been a crazy journey for Marvel and them uh, returning slowly but surely returning to their former glory of being the the mecca of comic book movies and pop culture and superheroes and everything for that matter. They're literally controlling just about everything at this point. <laughs> I had this discussion. I assume that we've probably done this here, but which is greater? Marvel or DC? Marvel in terms of cultural relevance. Now, who has the best movie of all time? Marvel. Marvel has the best superhero movie. 
That's right, baby. Maybe. What about Batman 2? Or what about uh, me, personally, V from Vendetta? Fair enough. Uh, what has a better cultural relevance? Marvel. But, yeah. if, but then you're like, uh, Superman and Batman, and then people are like, oh, wait. <laughs> well, if, you, if you're talking about the movies, now... Cultural relevance, even, though, if you're talking about Batman now, and Spider-Man are the most popular characters. I think Batman outdoes Spider-Man. Do you? Yeah. How many different versions of Batman have we seen? Doesn't matter. People. How many Batman different more. versions of Spider-Man do we see in one movie? Spoiler alert that we have coming up. <laughs> and now we go into what we were really talking about today. The entree, you could say. We are done with the appetizers. It's time to talk. I think we've we've done enough dicking around the subject. Dicks have been circling around. Dicks has been sucked. Like a vulture. They've been circling around. After I say dicks have been sucked, you said like a vulture. Like a vulture. You have some issues, sir. They've been circling around Spider-Man No Way Home. What do we think about it? What does that movie mean? How do we talk about this movie without spoiling it? As if we haven't done that four times already. Was there a way home? Or was there no way home? I think there was a way home, but is it a sad way home? Does it involve a crying Spider-Man? Because you know what? There's at least two crying Spider-Mans in this movie. Are you implying there's multiple Spider-Men in this universe? (gasps) Could be. Who's to say until we get to talking about spoilers? Uh, But general impressions of Spider-Man No Way Home... This is a great movie. Uh, Other general impressions. There are some very dumb plot points that I am fully uh, able to just wave away because I liked this movie. But there are some dumb, dumb, dumb plot points that happen in this. No. That I'm just uh, able to be like, you know what? They tried their best. (laughs) Maybe, Maybe they could have wrote something a little bit better, but... I mean, they worked it's probably a lot fine. here. I mean, there is. I will applaud them for how many, how they mixed in enough of each character from old movies and the current movie to spread enough around for everybody, but not overcrowd it. I did feel like this was ambitious, but they pulled it off in a way that didn't feel like. Oh, there's too much going on. I can't keep track of what's going wasn't on. Wasn't like Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I saw that movie. Or was it like the last Mortal Kombat movie where you're like, all right. <laughs> I thought the last Mortal Kombat movie, quite like the Batman, will afford it a sequel, but the sequel's really going to make or break it. Yeah. Is it going to make it or break it? This, honestly, I think that this was a great movie. It's the most fun I've had in a movie theater this entire year. Granted, in Pee-wee, a movie theater. We'll call you Pee-wee because I know what you did in that theater. I jacked off your Spider-Man. Uh-huh. No way home. I know you like that. Uh, the police showed up almost immediately. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Uh, Especially when you're sitting next to him holding <laughs> the popcorn. You're like. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I cut that hole in my popcorn box. <laughs> and Tom Holland was like, oh, record. No. This is a great movie. Despite all of its flaws, it's probably the most fun I've had in a movie theater this year. Granted, I've only seen about maybe four or five movies in a movie theater this year. But you've seen TV shows and stuff that people highly regarded. It's been highly fun, and I did enjoy it. What did you think about this? And before we get into 
Who's in this movie? Who's not in this movie? Um, I thought this movie was fucking trash. I thought that they could have done better. <laughs> um, oh, this is a different story <laughs> than what you were talking about. No, I thought it was good. Um, it was probably the best movie I've seen this year, and I did enjoy the fact some of the callbacks and stuff. And you get this, like, I don't know, there's a nostalgia to it that lets you be like, man, this is awesome. I think that's what also plays into it. Um, because if you're going into this cold, maybe you wouldn't be so excited about it because you're not like, if you know, like three Spider-Man who cares, but if you were keeping up with Spider-Man and you were just like a nerd or had just seen these movies, you're like, Oh my God. If you've lived under a rock for the last 15, 20 years, or perhaps you weren't born or perhaps you weren't born. You're like, there's different actors that have portrayed Peter Parker on mm-hmm. the big screen. Do you think Spider-Verse had anything to do with this? I direction? absolutely think it had something to do with this. The fact that they tried that out in an animated in an animated format, which most and it people did better than any Spider-Man film. I maybe still, not now. I would probably contend that that's still probably my favorite Spider-Man movie, but it definitely opened the door for them to be like multi dimensions. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> so well, they also need the rights to this to character. <laughs> Yeah, they also needed some place to go, like to expand the universe. You've already hit the pinnacle for everything else. I also believe that they'll try to bring back uh, Robert Downey Jr. at some point. I would be willing to bet that will probably happen. But you know what? And if you haven't watched this movie yet, I would say pause this podcast. Go watch this movie. It's absolutely worth it. But wait, let me spoil it more. From here on out, we're just going to be talking about. Spoilers. spoilers on this but this was a movie that i did feel was a bit aimless up until about right past halfway when there's a very certain part where a certain ned leads just is magic all of a sudden he's got some doctor what strange the fuck knuckles. is that shit let's start from the beginning let's bring it back let's bring it back yeah let's bring it back okay so we start and Peter is it's only like a couple weeks or maybe after a couple they days. came back from London. Yeah. And people know that he's Spider-Man and he's saving MJ who what's MJ something Jones. Uh, I don't remember her name. It's Perfect. not Mary Jane. It's not like Mary. But it Jane. starts with an M and it has a J in it. Jones. Yeah. And he's saving her from all the people that are like, hey, you're Spider-Man's girlfriend. So it saves her. They crawl through the from all the weaves. Yes, she's. <laughs> they go back to his uh, apartment where Aunt May and Happy are. Ha- Happy and Aunt May are breaking up. Um, Peter. They had a summer fling. Yeah, it didn't work out. Didn't work out. Though, Sadly enough, I mean, would it have really worked out? I mean, look at Marissa Tomei, right? Look at John Favreau. He's lost it, honestly. Um, yeah, but uh, that looked like he did an elf. Not like that doctor was like, hey, I think uh, Will Ferrell's your your son. Or like in Four uh, Christmases, because we watched that recently. And he was kind of buff in that. Kind of buff. He had tattoos. He's like playing Taboo. And he's like, yes, this is what you're playing Taboo. You guys didn't watch that over the. We watched that last year. We did not watch that. I was like, how do you know so much about. Four Christmases is a great Christmas movie. (laughs) It's more of a romantic comedy than a Christmas movie. Agree to disagree. Well, I agree for you to suck my ass. John Favreau trilogy goes on. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, um, so Peter's trying to hide it from his family, but there's like helicopters outside and he's 
there's uh, news. I'm Spider Man. Everybody knows I'm Spider Man now. Yeah, they figure out it's Spider Man. And luckily, then, Daredevil shows up. He and does, was like, dude. You're not a murderer, and I took care of that. So really, the only problem you have to worry about the rest He's of the movie is, uh, are you going to get into college or not? Which apparently is the biggest thing uh, in Peter Parker's life and his friend's life. And the, guess what? They do not be getting into college. They're colleges. all affiliated with them, even though yeah. the person who did get accepted in the college wrote a book about being the best friends yeah, with exactly. Spider-Man. When he was in the Grand Budapest Hotel, and I was like, this guy's pretty good. And then he was in Spider-Man, uh, we're in Europe, Spider-Man's European we're vacation. <laughs> yes, that is not the name of it. <laughs> Spider-Man, we're in Europe. <laughs> we're here. Are we there yet? Yep. 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 He's like, I'm Spider-Man's best friend. Anyways, I got into MIT. Maybe Peter Parker. There's a lady from MIT who may be going back to the airport that you can talk to on a bridge where she's stuck in traffic. Maybe Here's a picture will... of her. Yeah. Here's I didn't a picture give you really much to go on, but saying that we're best friends. Yeah. It's a good thing. You've got that Stark technology where you can just analyze all this stuff while you're swinging on the way there. Hey, I found her. Let hey, me talk to her. her. Oh, no. Something's going on. Uh-oh. It's a man it's not... with eight arms. Uh, maybe or it's a arms. man who calls himself Dr. Octopus, but he's got four arms and he's got four other human limbs. That's eight, right? Anyways, yeah, 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 yeah. it's Dr. Otto Octavius. And he's like, hello, Peter. And then he's like, you're not Peter. You're not 50 years old. <laughs> I'm taking your nanotechnology. Oh, no. This was a terrible idea. Turns out there's a green goblin who's thrown some kind of <laughs> bomb. But oh, we've oh, disappeared. Oh, no. It looks like Samus rolled up in a, in a morph hole. <laughs> oh, we didn't even talk about that. <laughs> it looks exactly like the Metroid thing. <laughs> we forgot to mention that Peter was like, I can't get into school, so I gotta go see Doctor Strange. Uh, Doctor oh, Strange, yeah. can you make it so everybody forgets that I'm Spider Man so we can get in college? He's like, Yeah, bitch, I got you. No questions asked. Probably the dumbest part of this entire movie was but the it's fact the first that domino. It's the first domino. The fact that Peter's like, "Hey, Doctor Strange," and he's like, "Hey, call me Stephen." He's like, "All right, looking Stephen. for some strange," and then he's like, "All right, that feels weird." Anyways, uh, sir, it's cold in here. I've been drinking coffee, or who knows what else in this mug. Let's hear what you got to say, Peter Parker. We've we've kicked some alien butt before. What we do know we know each what, other? What do you want to do? I forget and he's like, how old you were. I want to uh, erase everybody's memories that Peter Parker is Spider Man and the entire world. And instead, Doctor Str- if Doctor Strange being like, maybe we can deal with this on like a smaller level. Or have you called yet? Have you called the college and like protested your case? Instead of any of that, he's like, you know what? Let me go ahead and fire up my magic machine. We're going to make everyone in the world forget that you're Peter Parker and make myself forget that you're Peter Parker and Peter Parker is Spider-Man and forget that Peter Parker had grades. You don't think that he would remember that? Grades. <laughs> I feel like he would remember that. They were, maybe the Avengers remember Spider-Man was there, but they don't know that he's like, I'm Peter Parker. No, I'm no. taking my mask off and I'm a little English boy. Actually, I'm from Queens, New York. <laughs> well, and then all my school transcripts say my name. And even though you don't know who I am, I you still have get, the school transcripts. I got to go get my GED now. But anyways, that's for a later point in the story. But yeah, uh, it's dumb. One of the dumbest plot points of this entire thing. But this... That's how we get there. Basically, the, the point where the the... 
Doctor Strange fucks some stuff up because Tom Holland's Peter Parker is a bit of an idiot and doesn't know when to stop talking. Mm-hmm. When this story fucks up is really when this movie takes off because up until this point, it was really kind of like, all right, not a lot of Spider-Man stuff going on. What's the point? When do we get to something interesting happen? This is the point where stuff really starts to hit the fan. The so, shit. Tom Holland obviously does not know when to stop talking, so he messes up Doctor Strange's spell, and Doctor Strange, being the greatest wizard in the universe, obviously listens to the 17-year-old kid mm-hmm. and uh, messes up a spell, and then was like, oh, I, lo- I put it in this box. Mm-hmm. This box is... Uh, Got a button on it, but don't ever push this button. Which is about the time I went to go pee the first time. Right. So he's like, don't push this button. It's fine. And then he's like, okay, well, we're going to take that button and uh, we're going to lick it. You got to lick the button, dude. I'm going to dirty button that up. Don't even worry about it. Won't you just Scooby-Doo this shit? Scooby-Doo this shit. I love how they changed it from the trailer where he said, Scooby-Doo this crap. Yes, he did. I I noticed that. And I was like, he said shit twice. And I was like, oh, we really are in PG 13 territory now, aren't we, Sony? We drifted out. Said um, Scooby Doo this shit. So Spider Man's like, no, well, we even got to go back further because <laughs> basically, um, so the, the box that is like, uh, if you press the button on the box, then you send everybody home. So, Flash forward. Send everybody home where they forget you're who you are. Yeah, and flash forward to where we were. Um, basically, Peter got control of Doc Ock's arms whenever they right. fought on the bridge before Green Goblin showed up, and Doctor Strange came and saved the day. Yeah, he and, warped him back into a prison that's it, in his basement. It, Doc Ock. Yeah. Yes. And um, basically, he caught the lizard too, and maybe the Sandman. I can't remember. No, he caught the lizard. Because he found him in the sewers because he saw it pop up on his like radar. Yeah. And then they discuss and then Peter's like, well, I got to save these people because maybe they shouldn't have died because the other Spider-Man killed him. I'm going to swing out to New Jersey with a Sony phone. My favorite part of these Marvel movies that are Sony where they're like, everybody's got a Sony Xperia phone from 2018. that I've got taped to my chest. Sony makes phones, by the way. Smartphones. I didn't notice that. Anyways, we don't want anyone to forget. Sony makes phones. Anyways, I'm swinging out to New Jersey. Sony makes phones. And I've we're catching Sony the sand, man. Sony makes phones. And um, <laughs> you may not know this, but uh, Sony makes phones Sony from makes New Jersey smartphones and from New Jersey and everywhere else. In yeah. Japan, New Jersey, Sony phones. several other places. Sony makes phones. You know they what? I want to get a Sony phone. To, <laughs> they swing out to fucking New Jersey and he's like... Oh, uh, there's a person made of sand, and guess what? Here's Jamie Foxx, and they're like, "Oh, well, here's the a person guy of sand thinks he knows." Right? That. He's like, "Oh, here's a guy made of electricity. He's blue, but maybe he's not blue for very long." <laughs> no, he wasn't blue at all, and he and was Sandman just like coming helps to him. life. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna zap this person." And then Sandman was like, "What the fuck? You're I can only hold this dude spider- for so long." You're not the Spider-Man, I thought. And he's like. Zap, zap, zap. Anyways, you guys are going back to Doctor Strange's basement. Bitch. Bet nothing's going to happen. And this tree, too. Bet nothing bad is going to happen back there. They all go back. Uh, All the villains are like, hey, Spider-Man. You're not the Spider-Man we thought we knew. You're a dumb old fucking kid, British kid. 
He's like, I'm from Brooklyn. I'm definitely from Brooklyn. I've been from Brooklyn <laughs> I'm not the whole British. time. I mean, Queens. I'm, I'm from Tom Queens. Holland. I'm Tom Holland from Queens. I'm Spider-Man, Peter Parker. That's what. That's where I am in this universe. And they're like, anyways, cool. fucking Green Goblin was here. And he's he, that can't be Green Goblin because he's dead. Well, no, no, no. Back up because uh, Marissa Tomei, Aunt May, finds him at Feast. He did. And he was like, hey, Peter Parker. Guess what? This crazy fucking dude showed up in a in a green coat in a in a purple in a purple scarf, and I think he looks like a good guy. He looks like a definitely trustworthy person. Person. <laughs> he's the he's the person. He looks like a person you should trust. Marissa Tomei. I'm saying this. Uh, anyways, he's not. I did particularly love the scene where. <laughs> they're bringing them all to happy hogan's apartment and he's like listen i've got a ring doorbell it looks like an episode of seinfeld where you've got like four different comic book villains that you just brought mm-hmm. into my house what's what's going on with it uh dr strange was like hey all these people they died fighting spider-man i'm gonna send it back and peter barker's like no nah. Let's let's work on them. I bet I've got this Stark machine that can cure suddenly everybody's ailment. I bet we could probably work with this. Uh, and that was after he fought Doctor Strange in the uh, Grand Canyon. Yeah, uh, I didn't see that part. The Grand Canyon where the, the trains are on the top and the bottom. Yeah, I've seen that in the previews. And then he's like, I'm good at math. How did he leave him at the Grand Canyon? Uh, because he's like, I'm good at math. And he jumped out of the way at the right time. And Doctor Strange was like, ah, fuck you, you fucking British little orphan or whatever. I mean, guy what from, happened? How guy did Doctor Strange stay there? He literally was like uh despite me was like i'm good at math and i'm jumping out of the way at the right time and dr strange's like oh fuck you peter and he's like stuck in the quantum realm or whatever for a little bit he literally just like the a portal was closing and he like calculated it a little bit faster so he's like okay we've got 12 hours where dr strange is probably going to be stuck in the other so you're saying that peter parker as a child is smarter than exactly he didn't math. He didn't math, and he was like, "All right, these trains are these trains are flowing all over the place." I did some math. I did some quantum mechanics. Anyways, Doctor Strange sucks shit. Here's some trains. Evil uh, ass. It's gonna be the last thing you do. Anyways, we developed a screen <laughs> where you can lick it, and it's it's gonna taste exactly lick like it real good. My butthole. Anyways, enjoy being stuck in the quantum realm for six hours while we just do whatever we want. We want. Yeah, he was literally like, yep. All right. Anyways, he's stuck. We got whatever. We can do whatever we want to do for the next little bit. Let's try that. (laughs) And they do. They do, Sour Monkey. And uh, (laughs) they uh, go back to Happy Hogan's house. (laughs) There is some piece of technology that the feds have been trying to get on Happy Hogan that he has taken from Tony Stark's place. Yep. And he's denied. And they fixed Doc Ock. They're like, oh. They're trying to fix them all. That's the game plan. Yeah. Is to save them so all. they do him first. But the thing is um, that whenever um, they're talking prior to this about their other worlds, they remember 
the point right before they perish whenever Peter Parker beats them. Jamie Foxx is like, I look like a nerd with a comb over it, but now I got a haircut and I got cool clothes. Yeah, what the hell is that? I don't know. I think that... <laughs> I thought that was a stretch. It was better, but I thought it was a stretch. Uh, but I will it's say like, that... I like this dewy energy and I guess it maybe look cooler anyways. Curing uh, these people is not going to change their fate because I assume not. they're going to drop back in the same place they were. Though I will say that the Spider-Men in this movie who later appear come from different times than the villains they do it's all a quantum mechanic multiverse cluster book yeah that made no sense to me i think we should get up to the point where everyone cares about uh they fixed it doc ock it, they fixed doc ock but also they have a big punch up with uh Green Goblin has been pretending to be regular Willem Dafoe. He has spider sense. He does the meme. He said, I'm somewhat of a scientist myself. They do that multiple times in this movie, which kind of made me like, ugh. Well, that was the but, line in the first movie. But it became a meme, and then they directly referenced it, and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> well, they kind of did that with the three Spider-Men. I'm glad it- they didn't do that too often, but they definitely were like, we're aware of the cultural significance of this, and we're not going to shy away from mentioning it. Well, I think that's a little bit of an Easter egg. I thought they did that whenever they were all being scientists at the same time. They're all being scientists. They're all on the bridge and they're, and they're pointing like, at each Parker? other. This Peter Parker, that Peter Parker, me Peter Parker, that Peter Parker. <laughs> they did, Parker. literally did that. They're like, we know. We we get it. We're we're hip. We're cool. We, we know, know what you're trying to do there. The pop culture. Uh, they're like, yeah, yeah. Peter Parker, we're all here. Big, huge moment in the theater. When uh, Ned Leeds is like, hey, we got we got Dr. Strange's cube. I've got his brass knuckles. I'm going to be like, show me Peter Parker. And they're like, all right, here's Spider-Man hanging out in the alley with some dumpsters. And he jumps through the portal. But and, wait. But what does he do? It? He takes off his mask. Is it Tom Holland? No. Who is it, Ryan? It's Andrew Garfield. But Ryan, we have done multiple episodes where Andrew Garfield said he wasn't in this movie. He was a liar. <laughs> or your face was hitting me. CGI'd on someone's body. You're <laughs> telling me that Andrew Garfield lied for at least two years about being in this movie. What yes. is the next thing you're going to tell me, Ryan? That would, Toby Maguire also lied about being in this movie? Yes, but I'm also going to tell you that he's dressed as a pretty cool youth pastor. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever they I find him. I loved that Andrew Garfield came in. He's like, oh, I'm Spider-Man, but I got stubble. And Toby McGuire came in. He's like, oh, I'm 48 years old, but I'm also maybe Spider-Man. I could hang from a roof. Anyways, Andrew Garfield I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> seen more of the smart mouth out of the group. And that's what, what I liked about him the most. 100%. Andrew Garfield was the best actor in this movie. Was he, he the best actor? I don't know. But was he the best Spider-Man? Movie? Yes. Yes. In this movie, for 100%. He was they, my favorite. I told my friend, I was like, 100%. dude, I really liked him. He's like, nah. One, no. He definitely, I felt like they were on a personal mission to be like, redeem Andrew Garfield from Amazing Spider-Man 2. Like, the first one, pretty good. I thought it was pretty good, too. Second one, not good. probably the worst one I've seen. But... <laughs> <laughs> I mean that was part really of the contract felt like they were trying their best to acknowledge like listen maybe we fucked up with that one you know honestly maybe this would make could... me want to go back and watch the Andrew Garfield ones because I appreciated his character the most he is what we've seen 
in movies from that have come since. He really is a great actor, and it does seem like he has a genuine passion for this character. He's talked about it multiple times. He's expressed regret that there was a third movie scheduled that they wound up not doing. Which is there's, there's a petition to get that movie made. And I would not be surprised if that winds up getting fulfilled at this you point. You think so? A whole movie maybe with Andrew Garfield. Maybe he crossed... Mm. Maybe he signs a contract with Disney and they wind up making that multiverse kind of thing. But I honestly feel like he was by far and away one of my favorite core points in this movie. And it was just like we predicted this multiple times when we talked about trailers. Be like, they're going to the other two Spider-Man are definitely going to be in this, but they're going to show up like the last like battle last 10 minutes. Like they're hardly going to be in it. Nope. They comprise like maybe the last third to 50% of this movie. There's a lot of them in it. A lot more than I thought there was going to be. And And honestly made the movie because it was kind of aimless and jumping all over the place up until this point. But once Aunt May dies. (gasps) Spoiler. And Tom Holland is in his Aunt May dies of some injury where she's bleeding from some place on her body, and we which don't we really never really understand. know. We don't really understand. She stood it up, doesn't she really matter. A bit, and then she she's shaking dead. a bit. She's fine. She stands up, and then she collapses. Be like, oh, I'm dying of an injury where I got a thing dropped on me, but I could stand up, but now I'm bleeding to death. That's, that's I. F- they maybe could have done her better, but also she does get to give. I mean, she was happy. She could have done a lot better than that. She finally gets to give the with great power comes great responsibility line, which all Spider-Man in this movie say that's exactly. whenever they die. And that's like the point. Toby McGuire is like my Uncle Ben said that. And then Andrew that's Garfield the constant point in was uh, like, what if whenever when, Dr. Strange's girl yeah, dies, when Martin Sheen was like there's a moral obligation when there's a great power and you have to have a great, <laughs> whatever he says in that movie. That's not the thing where he says it in the same thing, but when a lot right before of he's choking words. on his own blood. Yeah. <laughs> God, there's so much to dissect from this, but I, I honestly, my favorite part of this was seeing all three of them work together, not just as Spider-Man, but as scientists. And then they swing to like the Statue of Liberty where they're putting Captain America's shield on the right? Statue of what Liberty. What is that? Oh, fucking. <laughs> I thought that was a little silly. Rogers I get the, it, but. Rogers the musical. Taken to real life. I, my favorite part of this movie was just seeing the three of them interact. Like, I don't care if it really makes sense, I don't care if it's really that well written. I feel like the three of them on screen at the same time, even if it wasn't the best dialogue, the way that those three actors carried it made it for me. Even the fact that you see Toby Maguire and he's like, Oh yeah, I put this fucking bomber jacket on. I've been looking for your friend. <laughs> Anyways, I'm I've been also Spider-Man. I can remember the best line in the movie where they're all like, putting the cures together for the villains are like, Oh, we got to stab this person with this. And we got to stab the lizard with that. And we got to doc. Yeah. Ock is probably fine, but we haven't heard of him. And we got to put, do this to the green goblin. The fact that Andrew Garfield turns to Toby McGuire and says, all right, well, um, are we, uh, are, are you, uh, are you, are you going to go into battle? Do you have a suit? Or are you going to go into battle dressed as like a cool youth pastor? Fucking that got some jock holes where I was at. Best line in the movie for as far as I'm concerned. 
got some absolute people were hooting and hollering. hollering, hooting and hollering. Not one hoot, multiple hoots. Not one holler, multiple, multiple hollers. hollers. In my theater when I watched this, where the, that line was said, and I was like, you know what? Pretty good, pretty good. I got to admit, one of the highlights of the movie for me. I just, I I like this. I like this movie. I like the fact that they were like, oh, we've never fought in a team before. And be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Each of you has None fought of them in a team before. The Avengers, they were like, oh, is that some band? You're in a band? That's cool. <laughs> I forgot about that. Like, oh, yeah, the Avengers. What is that? <laughs> as if they didn't have comic books in their, their universe. Yeah, but I mean, they may have not known what the Avengers were. Fucking great. You don't know what the rules are. Um, they but solve they fix it though they do they, they learn all how to fight as together. a team you got the green goblin the the toby mcguire's spider-man was the one that stopped him you've got andrew garfield was the one that catches mj after she falls off the tower and another great line where he's his like voice cracks and he's like are you okay and zendaya's like yeah are you okay <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. uh, deliberate callback to when he let his girlfriend die and fall to the bottom of the, that clock tower or whatever happened in that. Which I could see in the previews. I knew that she would survive. I, I thought it was more of a redemption scene. Yeah. I, I gathered that. Did you think that Andrew Garfield would be the one that would catch her? I did. Okay. I did. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. Even though he said he wasn't going to be in this movie. Yeah. I, Multiple times. I just assumed that that was probably what's going to happen. was a callback to that and that he would get a chance to redeem himself. I think he absolutely did. And uh, he was my favorite Spider-Man. I just think that he was like, um, what I appreciate about Deadpool, you know, is where he's a smart mouth. I, I just think that he was the fact that he was like, yeah, I let my girlfriend die on accident and I've been kind of bitter and I haven't shaved in a little while. And I just don't want you to be like that. Tom Holland. Yeah. And Toby McGuire was like, yeah. Uh, but he was like, it worked out for me. My MJ is Kristen Dunst, and we did that whole upside down kiss, but things have been complicated since then. And uh, I'm a little old now. I just wear my suit underneath of my clothes, and I don't really know what my status is. I'm also a cool youth pastor. But I'm a cool youth pastor. I'll talk to you about Jesus, but also I can punch a green goblin in the face or impale them with a glider. I mean, oh, no, he didn't impale him. James Franco was my best friend, and he's also dead. <laughs> and he may have sexually assaulted some of the students. Yeah. <laughs> but he still has got love for uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah. Seth Rogen's like, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. They probably still talk. They probably still talk. Uh, I wouldn't stop talking to you if I found out that you had done that. Oh, good to know. I Well, I've got some relief for you. <laughs> I've never done that. <laughs> Well, I mean, I honestly, if you're friends, I, I don't think that will stop you from being friends. <laughs> right. I mean, that's not really affecting our relationship. I mean, yeah, that's not cool. But does that really affect your friends relationships? I m a lot of my friends are scumbags and I'm still friends with them. All right. Well, you might be friends with Spider-Man's rogues gallery. Like yeah. Tom Hardy's Venom, who is also Venom. Where he's like, hey, I'm in Hawaii. And I like I the way Tom Holland looks. Scenes. I'm in a post-credit scenes. Uh, they save the day. The three Spider-Men, I think it's safe to say. They fight at the Statue of Liberty. All that shit gets torn down. But they fight Electro. They fight Sandman. They fight the Lizard. 
They fight Green Goblin. Uh, they take care of all of them. And then Doctor Strange is like, oh my God, the rift is opening. I don't know if I can hold it, but maybe you should go better go say your goodbyes, Peter. And he does. And they do. And then they all kind of disappear. He hugs them. He's like, hey, thanks for being my spider bros. And they're like, oh, this has been pretty cool. Hey, you remember when it was a nice moment ex- extra fluid to shoot your spider stuff oh yeah when I was like now that, that I just funny. squeeze my wrist and this comes out of my wrist I'm like what the fuck dude how does that happen they're like I don't know man like this just kind of happened but at least they honored that moment like I thought that would be something and be un- untalked about where they just talk about, yeah it would be like oh when I was 25 years old and I was a senior in high school and I could just squeeze my wrists and this happened yeah but that's something that you'd want to know especially for like spider-man people I Honestly, like I loved the three of them together on screen and the way that they interacted. I know it's probably a bit cheesy, but I and I don't know if it was necessarily even that well written, but the three of them just getting to be together on screen. I feel like their performances carried it, even if it necessarily wasn't the best writing. Great. I th- one of my highest moments of the year was just seeing all three of them together on screen to be like, yeah, it's pretty crazy how there's been a whole bunch of Spider-Man in the last 20 years, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but we'll just bring them all together. Yeah, we'll just bring like just kudos to, to Sony and Marvel for actually making that happen and being like, you know what? This makes sense. We've already introduced a multiverse. It makes perfect sense for the three of them to come together and and be able to interact and actually fight together in an effective way. Just and make love together. And just Oh, that was the thing I asked and I wanted to know. Do you think it would be cool? You are bad right now. You are a sippy cup Jake right now. I spilled water all over myself earlier, earlier at a Japanese restaurant. And now you were drinking. Do you think that it would be okay to get jerked off by yourself, even though it didn't look like yourself? They're technically Peter Parker. This is part on the left side instead of the right side. I mean, definitely his face cool. is different than yours. Definitely but he's, cool. he's still the podcast guy. He's still got a podcast? Well, yeah. Definitely had. Because I was like, hmm. Technically, it's not gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I just like how but, they were like, oh, yeah, my aunt, my Uncle Ben said this. And my Uncle Ben said this. Well, my Aunt May said this. Aunt May like, was a total hippie. Yeah. Which was different. I like how she got progressively younger. And Hi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking fantastic. Yeah, but I this is one of the best movies, even though we kind of made fun of it a little bit. The plot doesn't always make sense, but I, I feel like the acting performances and just the sheer nostalgia of seeing all of the actors on screen at the same time kind of transcends that. And it it does make me feel conflicted. Like, Oh, is this just nostalgia? Is this good writing? Or is this just me being like, Oh fuck? Yeah. There's three Spider-Man. I feel like maybe it's a little bit of both. This was a great movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's the most fun I've had in a movie theater this year. While jerking off. While jerking off like a Pee Wee Herman style. It's it's great. Honestly, I cannot recommend this enough. If you've seen any of these Spider-Man or if you've seen maybe one of them or any of them. It's, it's a great movie. It's fun. I don't feel like you need 
uh, deep knowledge of the MCU to understand this. Oh, you might need a little bit a little to know bit. That, that that's what's happening and these people are coming from different Another, universes. Yeah, and they, all the Spider-Man movies are coming together as one. Yeah, but basically it's exactly what we predicted it would be. I don't, I wasn't super surprised by any of these helmets. The only bit that I was honestly surprised by was that the other two Spider-Men were in this as long as they were. And I felt like they gave them enough room to breathe too, where they could have their moment in the sun. But at the same time, it wasn't like they were trying to like force it down our throats. Helper characters. They're like, Oh yeah. You remember me from when I fought Venom and Tom Hardy or yeah. uh, Sorry. Tom Holland was like, yeah, I fought Thanos and Andrew Garfield was like, I never fought an alien. I just fought a Russian guy in a mech suit. And then I Paul Giamatti. Yeah. I punched uh, a guy that was my, my best friend. And then I, Punched another guy who was Jamie Foxx and he was all blue. The first one was so promising. The second one was just stupid. Garbage. It literally ruined that Spider-Man. It, the fact that they'd ever made a third one probably tells you how bad that second one was. I really like Amazing Spider-Man 1. I I also I, I stand by that. enjoyed that movie. I will put... I think that's probably one of the better ones. I... And, yeah, it was better than Spider-Man... Two and three, the original. I I will stand by that. I thought Spider-Man one was good. I thought the Tom Holland, the um, the first one, was Homecoming. Very good. I did not like um, Far From Home. As you didn't much. like Spider Monkey. I did not. Quite like that one, but yeah, I I I don't know. It's I a confluence. Of, was good. It's mm-hmm. a confluence of different things, but yeah, I, I definitely feel like. Um, it, they really do make an effort to blend all these together in a way that feels interesting without feeling like, hey, your top three Spider-Man Remember movies? this. Spider-Verse is my favorite. Okay. Yep. I would say... F- which is the precursor to this, really. Which set set the stage for being like multiple Spider-Man on one screen at the same time? Probably a good idea. Probably my favorite. I would say after that, Spider-Man Far From Home... Which I enjoyed, which I know you didn't. Master. Was not your favorite, and it then not. Uh, original Spider-Man Two with Alfred Molina with Doc Ock, which I have not seen in quite a long time, but I do think still has enough in it to hold up after a while. Even though you've lost part of your Swiss Army knife in the couch, I did. <laughs> um, we barely talked about him. Alfred Molina, great in this. Kind of underused. He had a chance to redeem himself as Dr. Octavius. But from- doesn't skip a beat from, from when he shows up to being like, hey, Peter Parker. Oh, what the fuck is going on? Great. I loved his performance in this. And I really, I cannot fault him for anything he did in this, even though he spoiled the Well, the he was only this movie in this afterwards. movie for like a short period of time. Where he was a villain, but then they got they fixed him. Yeah, where he's well, like they like fixed a dog. Him. Is that what you call that? He well, that's yeah, what fixed he, him. That's what he called it, like a dog. I don't want to be fixed like a dog. And then he's like, oh, all these voices in my head, these oh, robot no, arms, the voices in your head. <laughs> Matt Skiba, no, I guess I fixed it with the, the Stark machine that fixes everything. Where it can make clothes, it can make. 
basically anything you wanted to. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's a little stupid, but um, I also um, enjoyed that too. It made me miss the games from the Spider-Man video game that you hated so much. I hated it so much. Yeah, you hated those games. I hated the puzzles. Oh, I love the puzzles. I like the games, but I hated those you stupid fucking puzzles. puzzles where it was like, oh, we he gotta match this puzzles. pipe with this energy current. Dude, and whenever you could like put the uh like whenever you're trying to build like DNA or whatever. The worst part. Oh, that was like the, the best worst part. part. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Anyways, Spider Bit is in our blood in a way. It's integral to one of the first episodes of this podcast. Literally the third episode of this. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's important. It's uh, one of the most important things that we've done that we've talked about. And it kind of feels I like don't we've think anything that we've talked about. is very important. I feel like everything we've <laughs> talked about is the most important thing in the world. Uh, but this uh, from talking about uh, the Spider-Man games in episode three to talking all the way up to this, to uh, the third Tom Holland Spider-Man movie, the most important thing we've ever discussed on any particular level. Uh, it feels like we've come full circle until we talk about the next Spider-Man thing, which what there probably you, will be. What would you rate this movie? This is an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10? An 8 out of 10. I would even go as far as a 9. I would say an 8 if I'm judging it just as a movie. I'm saying it's a 10 out of 10 as far as an experience in a theater. I think it's a must-see. I saw an IMAX 3D. You saw an or not, IMAX. I, I, not IMAX 3D. IMAX, yeah. You put you brush your own blue and red sun, sunglasses in the theater. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> My body was like, no, I want to see an IMAX. I was like... <laughs> okay okay we so, saw it in the standard theater and it was also equally as enjoyable yeah i had tried to go see it and canceled it twice <laughs> um my, my but, fiance is home she's like you guys talk about spider-man still that's right yes. we're grown men we are talking we're about grown men and we do this and talking about the spiders man yeah i thought it was pretty good well that that's good that is she the greatest endorsement that you can have <laughs> She saw it, didn't fall asleep. Three Spider-Man, fully awake. <laughs> um, I will say that this Spider-Man movie could have maybe been in my top five of favorite Marvel movies. It's on up there. It's uh, always difficult when you get that in association with Marvel I, at the very beginning of a movie. I think Avengers is probably going to be up there for me. Infinity War is going to be up there with me. Um, the first Iron Man but after that, I don't know who would take that place. And I can only think of Far From Home. I do think that the they have been very much blessed with the fact that Kevin Feige and Marvel have been willing to cooperate with Sony in this Capacity. trilogy of Spider-Man movies. Oh, we got to get to the last part, though. There's two things at the end of this movie. Yeah, we get the Doctor Strange new movie where we get like multiverse a lot of, of madness where he's like, oh, there's a multiverse of madness and I'm Stephen Strange. Things went wrong. Things have gone wrong. Um, so it's kind of a throwback kind of to the what if like where we see a Doctor Strange who has collapsed the world on himself and he's done so much. Um, Kalulu. Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Catholicism. Cthulhu Catholicism. Cthulhu Catholicism. And he's defeated all these characters. I think that he'll be 
fun to see. And I, I see a lot of imagery from that. We also saw some Asian woman in that and she was wearing a star on her back. And I thought it was Peggy Carter at first, but in one of the scenes where he cuts like a, a bus in half. Shang-Chi style. Yeah. That's a, bu- a bus in half. It is an Asian woman who's not Peggy Carter, who could be Peggy Carter from a different universe. Could well be. Um, a younger Peggy, Peggy Carter, which makes sense. Um, and I just wonder what they're going to do with that. That's interesting to me. I think the door is wide open for what they want to do from this point. I think that the, I, I'm sure based on what Sony has said, they were like, Oh no, we view this as the closing of a trilogy, but the opening of another trilogy of films. Have you noticed that they're trying to let us down gently? Like, Black Widow's gone, right? You saw the Black Widow movie. Her sister's taking over. Yeah. Um, there's a, other movies wherever someone else is kind of taking over for Hawkeye. Yeah, exactly. Haley Steinfeld, probably the next Hawkeye. <laughs> well, Spider-Man's kind of taken over for um, Spider-Man for Iron Man a little bit, but also is Doctor Strange. They both have taken that like the smart ass right. versus like the from- technology. Spider-Man and Tony Stark to being like, oh, they're kind of the same character, but also we've got a Benedict Cumberbatch type where he's like, kind of let us down easily. I'm British. Like who takes over for Captain America? (laughs) All I hear is air, man. Falcon and or the Winter Soldier. I feel like Falcon would be more likely, but I also feel like he is not so... um, how do I put this? Um, he's more modern, I think. Yeah. Where, like, like picking he's, up stars and stripes. It actually carries a little bit of weight where he's like, oh, I remember history. And everyone's like, oh, don't talk about history. And he's like, I think we should talk about stuff that happened 150 years ago. And he's like, I don't think we should talk about stuff that <laughs> happened 150 years ago. And he's like, I think we should probably talk about it a little bit. And was like, <sighs> <laughs> I feel like. He's a little more modern and he's not so um, cookie cutter. A little bit. I feel um, that. Um, I would also like to point out the fact that Jamie Foxx thought that Spider-Man was going to be a black guy. Yeah. He said, yeah. you're from Queens. You help poor people. I thought he took you his were mask black. off and he's like, I thought you were black. I wonder if there's ever going to be a black Spider-Man. Well, Miles Morales. Well, and he's Hispanic too, well, right? Well, yeah. Half black, half Hispanic. Who's to say, Miho? What happens? <laughs> well, I mean, that would make sense for that uh, Queens, New York, isn't that like? I think it could be the, by it, Puerto Rican. I think it'd be the and, same actor too, because I think this the same guy portray. There, at least the same voice actor portrays him in the animated shows and the video games. So, could I don't be see doubtful. Why he could do live action as well. I feel like that'd be doubtful. They're gonna find someone else. And it'll be easy. I'm for used them. to hearing that voice, is what I'm saying. They're gonna find some kid from New York. It's got that pizzazz. You got that pizzazz. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's like a bazillion kids in New York. I mean, Who's how hard would it be to find the right fit for that? I would think. Um, but yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. I thought Jamie Foxx was like better. Great. I miss Jamie Foxx. I didn't realize it, but he's seen. Honestly, he was brief in this, but he did have his moments. And every single person that they got to come back from previous Spider-Man movies and universes, 
genuinely seemed to like they had a good time in this. Yeah. And William Andrew Defoe, Garfield seemed like he's having the time of his life. Well, William honestly, Defoe, they smashed the mask and let his face exactly talking. He's like, I'm regular Green Goblin where I just have a hood. And I'm just flying around looking crazy because my face already looks like the great goblin. Yeah, I mean, they just, I mean, he is a dude with a signature face and they and let voice. it shine. Yeah. And then they they didn't just abandon the mask. They showed what happened to the mask. Um, and then um, Jamie Foxx looks cooler. Alfred that, Molina. Although they did he when smarter. He, when Electra materializes, they do the the uh, iconic comic book face where he's like the four or five like electrodes pointing in before mm. he materializes exactly like he looks in the comic books yeah so <laughs> he was like and he's and don't he's, stare at me like you guys ain't no i'm butt naked right now yeah and that line don't was look funny at me too. like i don't have my dick out <laughs> yeah i said that and they were like oh yeah 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 you yeah, are yeah, naked. yeah 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 we got it we got it just Jamie Foxx was funny in this. I great. feel like the Amazing Spider-Man showed up in this movie. The people from that movie were more funnier than the others. I, I just feel like Sony, at least the the production side of their studio, has realized maybe some of the mistakes that they made, and be like, oh, maybe we should have made these more like the Marvel movies. Yeah, which is I guess good and bad in terms of individuality, but in terms of making a good movie. They figured it out and they're like, okay, like, I guess you did figure out a better way of doing this. And maybe we could just throw it. We can put in a throwaway line of maybe we did something stupid that was dumb and we can laugh about it. And we can just accept that we're all here together now, which is basically what they did. (laughs) Kind of, yeah. Do you think that we will see these characters again together? I'm thinking about the dump truck of money they back up to Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire's house. And I would be it would be insane if we don't see them in another Disney or Sony property again. What about a TV show? What if we gave Andrew Garfield a TV show and let him finish Spider-Man 3? Probably. I could see that happening. Be the easiest way to do it. It could be another one of those in association with Marvel things on Disney Plus where maybe it's like a one 12 month exclusive or something. I could see them, five, I, six episodes. I could, with see, Hawkeye. I could see them doing that. I could see Sony being like, all right, Disney, how much you want to pay for six episodes? And they're like, okay, fine. They probably would do that. I think generally the response to this has been very, very positive. Agreed. And it would be surprising if they did not try to branch this off in other directions and capitalize on that good fortune while people remember it. If he did this two years from now, I don't know if people would be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Who cares? <laughs> but I, I do think that enough time has passed where people remember that nostalgia, but don't necessarily remember the bad parts of those movies. And I think that that's probably one of those big parts of that. I, I, I genuinely seeing the three of them together was great. I love that. Carried this movie. Tom Holland by himself and the the regular Marvel Sony characters by themselves did not carry this as opposed to the first two. Not as good. It did not feel like a standalone thing, but it did feel like they were building towards this crescendo where they had these three Spider-Man show up and it paid off. Surprisingly, I thought it would be lame or I thought it might not mesh together, but they seem to be fangirling over each other. 
in a way that it was, was endearing part of it. and fun for everybody. It didn't. It wasn't like cringe. It wasn't like oh, this is nostalgia. It was genuinely like they were just excited to see different versions of themselves. Be like, oh, you do this this way. Oh, I do this this way. That's crazy. And for some reason. It was just enough of that. And I think a lot of that was carried by the actors' performances of being like, yeah, this is different, but it's cool. And I like that. And I think the audience responded to that. They certainly didn't. The theater that I watched this in, (laughs) they fucking loved it. They did not scream and hoot and holler, but I could feel it inside myself. I can tell you on a Monday, 7 p.m. matinee, they fucking love this shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you need. Um, I think that this movie was really good and excelled. Um, uh, my favorite part in the movie, I think was the play off the Spider-Man where, and also maybe when the, um, the Statue of Liberty scene, I think that's my favorite scene. It was a cool set piece for sure. I was not expecting it to be like, Oh, we're modding. We're doing a mod on the Statue of Liberty to put Aaron Rodgers shield on the Statue of Liberty. But it made sense in this universe where you already had Rogers, the musical, AKA Aaron Rodgers in the dead. Maybe he went back to fuck his wife from 70 years ago. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who may or may not be captain Britain. Anyways, bang it out. That's what he's been doing. Uh, really liked it. Just, just honestly, like there, it, it did drag a little bit in the beginning because I wasn't quite sure how they were going to land this. But once the other Spider-Man showed up, it really did feel like a, it felt like a more complete movie. So I don't know, again, if that's something, if, if it's on the part of the writers and producers, or if it's just the sheer wheel, the sheer will of the actors pulling this off that made me feel that way. But great movie. Turned out great in the end. Uh, eight out of ten for me. <laughs> um, and now we must discuss the fact that Tom Hardy appears in the mid credit scene. And he leaves. He is discussing with the bartender all these things that happen in that universe, such as Iron Man and Thanos and like he's gr- talk- the Hulk. He's, he's talking with the guy from Ted Lasso. He's talking with Danny Rojas. I have no idea who that is, but his last name is Red. Uh, he says football is life. Football is life, yes. <laughs> um, and then, uh, no, that's Rojo, not Rojas. Anyway, um, he um, discusses with him, and then all of a sudden he's gone in a flash. So Tom, uh, Tom Hardy is gone, and he leaves a little bit of the symbiote, implying that you know the symbiote is in this universe now by itself and able to latch on to people i don't feel like this is the last time we see tom hardy i don't think that they just let him briefly appear at the end credits of both movies just to make him disappear and leave some of the symbiote for spider-man to contract it and then never really talk about how tom hardy was a part of that in there the has sa- to be something there in the same way i do not feel like you have toby mcguire and andrew garfield in the same universe and they hug they all hug and they're like, thanks for being my spider bros. And they all disappear. I don't think that's the end of that either. There's got to be more to that. I feel like there is more to the story. Well, they recapture the magic though. They do. And they do establish a little bit of Venom origins. They? Maybe. All I'm going to say that's is that over me, dog. as long as the Spider-Man movies 
establish a connection with Kevin Feige and Marvel and Disney, they're going to continue to be great. If suddenly they splinter off and we're going to be like, oh, no, this this is Spider-Man and Morbius and Venom. Oh, God. And this is all separate. And we're not going to talk about Tony Stark or any of those other Avengers anymore. They're not going to be good there. I as long as they have that strain attached to Marvel and Disney, I feel like these are all going to be good slash great movies. Robert Downey Jr. Mark these words will appear in the next Spider-Man trilogy. And if he doesn't, it's going to be hashtag doo-doo sauce. Hashtag going to fuck somebody up. It's hashtag not going to be good. Rush not going to be good. Congress. Hashtag was Donald Trump right? No. No. Okay. How much editing was that too far? much editing am I have to do in this episode? Too much editing. Back to 34 minutes for something else. Yeah, well, that's like an hour ago. Um, overall, 9 out of 10. Thought it was a really good movie. We'll watch again. Definitely the most fun I've had in a movie theater this year. Discounting the fact that this is the fourth movie I've seen in the theater this year, but still. Three enough, out of four ain't bad. Enough good that I've seen where I was like, I would definitely watch that again. I don't know if any of the other ones I'd be like, I'd sit through that one more time. And just also entertaining enough to be a two hour, 40 minute movie and maybe like, yeah, I'd watch that again. Yeah. And, <laughs> but from the safety of my house where I could pee anytime I wanted and stop it. Absolutely. I don't think, I don't think you can stress enough the amount of peepees that I'd be <laughs> holding that I'd be holding. Ryan was like, I peed twice in that movie. I was like, I won during the credit time. scene before. And after then the Ryan turned scene. to me and said, bro, you got a UTI. That ain't healthy. No doubt. No you doubt. You just turned 30 this last year. Your which shit's when you're wa- Which when you're watching this is probably going to be even older. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're all coming to terms with Age. another year passing and we're all another year older. And guess what? Son of a bitch. We're all wearing masks to go into a public place for some fucking reason. <laughs> yeah. And you have to uh, urinate with a mask on. I did. I did that. Did you? Twice today. Motherfucker. Yeah. Not something you want to admit, but it definitely happened. YOLO. Yeah. If you only live once and this is the existence that we've <laughs> chosen for ourselves. If you piss twice, you're going to want to wear a mask. Put a mask on to go to go pee pee. Well, Ryan, anything else you want to add about Spider-Man No Way Home? Um, I thought it was pretty good. And Happy New Year's. I would also like to add a happy new year to everyone that listened to this. And I will implore you. I will, I will spider implore you. If you have listened to this podcast at any point and you think it's worth your while, I will even go a, a spider step further. A, if we've just made you laugh step. once or even twice, please consider leaving a rating and on, tell us that you love us. On Apple Podcasts we'll or Spotify, you. which I could hear you can rate podcasts on and leave ratings on now. Get out of town. We also have Please a website. Consider doing that. It helps us out. Visit almostaccuratepodcast.com. It does help us out. Share the show with a friend. We love you guys. Ryan lost his wallet and or something else in the in the, <laughs> in the couch. my ass. <laughs> and I'm not sure how I feel about that. Is that sexual? <laughs> guys. Only we, if you take it that way. I found it. Yay. Yay. Guys, we love you. 
Thank you for joining us for the year of 2021. And we can't wait to see what other post-apocalyptic mayhem happens in the year 2022. Oh, God. We're going to get married. And then uh, we're almost going to get to episode 200. It's going to be like this. We'll get close to this. Yeah. Unless we do two episodes a week. Yeah, that won't happen. But we'll see. Let's try it. We'll we'll see what our work schedules look like. Yay! We'll work into the four-day-a-week hybrid that everyone's been talking about. Guys, uh, thank you for listening. Happy New Year. As we say at the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate. Not a nap, bitches. Until next year, folks. 2022, specifically, which is what we're talking about. Blowjobs for all. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. 